Hi, everyone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. Whatever time you might be listening to this episode of the Stories Podcast. I am so, so, so excited to be back with you all. I didn't do an episode last weekend and I missed doing it. I missed being able to hear y'all's feedback and to really get my, my thoughts and ideas out there and to have incredible conversations with you guys about it after the fact. But I felt like it was an important pause um, for me personally, and then also for all of you. It was a hectic week last week. It was, um, you know, I don't know if any of you all felt like this, but I was almost kind of like subconsciously anxious. I don't really know how to describe that. I'm sure there's a better term for it, but I wasn't thinking about what was going to happen to our country and specifically the city that I live in actively. It was just sort of in the back of my mind so consistently that it was very hard to focus. And so I didn't feel like I could really put out an episode that would be as touching as I hope that they usually are because my mind was in a different place. And I have a feeling a lot of y'all's minds are probably in different places too. So now that we have some clarity, I think, and no, I don't think, I know I'm ready to be back. Uh, my brain is all wired up. And, and there's also just been something that's been on my heart that I wanted to talk about for a while. So I'm excited to get into it today. I'm not going to talk about the election specifically, but I, there's there's just some things that really stood out to me this past week. One thing in particular that I want to discuss, um, and so I'm excited to to get into that in a bit with you. Uh, as an aside, this past weekend I was able to speak at the Gather and Grow conference um, on Saturday, and it was incredible. And if you weren't able to make it, that is totally fine. I would recommend, though, getting involved with the organization if you're a young woman listening to this episode. It is just really incredible to see women inspire other women through kind of what we're doing here on the podcast, right? Casual conversation. So follow them on Instagram, get signed up to get their magazines. It is stellar. And if you ever have any questions about it, please let me know because I can put you in contact with the wonderful Courtney who, um, who led the conference and who's a great resource for them. So I just wanted to give a little bit of a shout out there and to encourage you all to, to let me know if you want to learn more about it. So obviously this week was something crazy to say the least. I felt like it, you know, having CNN on was both calming and really stressful and everything has been, it, you know, it's just been interesting to see different people's perspectives. I've learned a lot, even, you know, in kind of the quote unquote final week of, of everything that we have going on. And something that really stood out to me and something that was, was difficult was, or the idea of active love when it comes to Christianity. So this is something, and I know that not everybody listening to this podcast is a Christian um, or is maybe, you know, has faith in, in really any sort of religion. And I want you to know, first off, that this is a safe space. And I, I would just be happy if you listen to this episode just as like an informational, you know what I mean? And if, if it's something that you disagree with or don't completely relate to, I'd love to hear more about that and discuss, discuss that more because that's a way that I'm growing to and just understanding you know, kind of what do I want this podcast to be like? Do I want to talk about faith in excess? Um, it's a huge part of who I am. So you guys probably notice that naturally it just comes up. But there's really something specific that has to do with Christianity that I noticed this week that I want to talk about. So I hope that you stay with me and I hope that you keep listening kind of no matter where you stand. And I also hope that I get to get a lot of feedback back from this episode because this is some, some thoughts that I'm putting out there that it's really more so how I feel. I don't know that I've got strong facts to back it up, right? It's hard to, to bring up facts when it comes to faith aside from scripture. 
which I'm not really going to read much. It's just really going to be more so my point of view. And so thinking about active love, it really pained me this week to see so many people use Christianity as a way out of hard conversations about protecting God's people. So today I want to talk a little bit about why that is. A really wise person I follow posted something on Instagram. He's actually, he's younger than I am, which I guess just recently the younger people are just <laughs> incredible to look up to. Um, a few notes about him. He just is, is so aggressive about putting out what he believes in a way that is informative and that is kind and that is honest. And I admire that a lot because I think that some people, myself included, wait for people like him to say something. And then you're like, okay, yeah, I'm fired up. I want to say that too. Or yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and, and I hope he listens to this episode so that he knows that I'm talking about him. But um, his post just talked about how Jesus has been our king through many bad days. He talked about how, you know, God was there, you know, during slavery, during really horrible times, during Jim Crow era. And while, of course, you know, he is our savior. And at the end of the day, he's the same yesterday as he will be tomorrow. You know, it's still important that we take his words and act and act in love. And, you know, what we're talking about when speaking on social justice is that you cannot and should not use your faith as a pass on important issues. If anything, it should make you stronger. And don't get me wrong. I don't mean that you should be, you know, because you're, you believe in whatever you believe, you should be yelling at people's faces and, and, and getting, you know, in a way that's not kind, because I completely believe in treating people with kindness. But I also think that you can be honest, respectful, and protective of your fellow man or woman all at once. I definitely think there's a way to do both. So I just want to talk a little bit about active love. And some thoughts that really stood out to me um, for my pastor this week was the fact that love is patient and love is kind. So one of those, what the first part of that phrase is passive and the other phrase is active. And I see love as being active. When you're difficult to care about, love stays in that heat. And love doesn't bail when things get hard. It stays to work things out. And you can think of this really in any way, like the way that you love your family or the way that you love your partner or the way that you love your friends. When things get difficult, I think that's when you're really flexing that love muscle, right? That's when you're really like, okay, I got to dig deep <laughs> and figure out, you know, how am I going to come to a resolution because I care about this person. And I think that we should treat politics and and decisions as great as what happened this past week with that same kind of compassion and working in love and and you know it doesn't just it, it doesn't just bail when things get really difficult it literally puts up with the garbage it puts up with the difficult I, perspectives and love finds active ways to work with your needs and so something that i've been trying to think through is okay how can i be active or how can I use my faith to, to really push me to continue to be active? Where do I feel that people need love? How do I continue to give them that? And then another perspective that I hear often is from those who don't really know what to say. And first off, I want you to know that I hear you. Um, I understand where maybe, you know, you're not unbelievably passionate about political issues. You know, it's not necessarily how I am, but I completely get that not everyone fully understands or wants to understand the difference between political parties or sees a point in the arguments on Facebook. I get that. And, you know, if you if you're not, if you haven't already caught up, I don't think that's a bad thing. But I do encourage you to begin to learn. Because if I've learned anything these past, I want to say four years, but I'll be less drama and say if I've learned anything really this past year, 
it's that there are a lot of areas that I wasn't familiar with either. There are a lot of things that I needed to learn and I needed to kind of say, you know, I don't need to be passive about this aspect of my life anymore. I need to, I need to bring something to the table. I need to really understand this, not because I want to be the smartest person in the room or because I want to be able to explain it to somebody else, but because with information, I feel like I can love people more and give them more. And so I just encourage you and, and you can express this in your own way. You know, I'm not saying you need to be posting on social media or getting into environments that you don't feel like are healthy for you. But I do think that you need to be engaging and learning and you need to begin understanding what is the difference between the political parties? You know, what is this person that I'm voting for that, you know, my family has pushed me to vote for that my friends are all voting for? What do they believe in? Do I believe in that? If so, awesome. You're already on the right path. Everybody's going to accept what you feel. If not, that's okay. And that's a time for you to just explore that. And, and you know, it's not, I'm not really criticizing anyone in particular, right? Because who am I to say that this one person who maybe, you know, I don't see anything that they're doing, I don't really know what they're doing, that they're not being active in their life. That is totally their own thing. And I, I hope they're being active. And, I, you know, the point of this is to just think on and to talk about um, you know, why active love is so important. And the main thing is to just really, really push away the idea of being passive and to really push away the idea that, you know, Christians don't have a place in these conversations. Because if anything, I think we've got a big old spot right in the middle of it. You know what I mean? And I think that not only do we have a place, we've got support and we've got reasoning in our own mindset. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, I think some people and something that I've seen obviously a lot more since being out of Auburn, Alabama, is that not everybody sees Christianity as being a loving and open space, um, you know, and, and it hasn't always been for people. And that I know to be true. Love, church is not always associated with love and quite often not for a lot of people for their own personal reasons or from specific situations or whatever it might be. And that breaks my heart for those people and, and breaks my heart that they were ever, you know, put in a situation where they didn't feel love. But what I know is that every person that interacts with me, I want them to feel that love coming from me. And that doesn't mean that every person I meet needs to be a Christian at all or needs to become one or whatever it is. But I do want them to see a light and I want them to see passion and whatever they choose to associate that with. Honestly, that that couldn't matter less to me so long as that's what they're receiving. So imagine instead of approaching these conversations with hatred and with ignorance and with anger to approach them with love and with understanding. And, and it gets tricky, right? Because it's like, well, what if my version of love is what I'm showing? And what if this other person thinks that that's wrong? <laughs> and that's a hard way to be. And I can't, like I said, I don't really have an answer for that. I don't really have anything specifically, you know, a one, two, three step as to just show everybody that you're being active and that you're being loving. But I just encourage people to just really delve into delve into learning. And, and something that's been interesting about um, Twitter and Instagram recently is that before you can share something, you have to go through. It's just like one extra step that makes you say, like, I want you to realize you're sharing, you know, election information. This might not be completely truthful, whatever it might be. And at first it was frustrating for me because, you know, I love I love a little share. I love to repost things. But it really got me thinking like and it really made me pause and think like, okay, I love this headline, I love this photo, but I want to learn more about this before I put this out there as my thoughts. Typically, I end up being pretty close to on the dot, and it is something that I'd want to share. Um, but I encourage everybody to do the same, and not just through social media, but through the words that you speak to people, through the way that you treat people. And I wrote this the other day out of really overwhelming emotion, and so I want to share it with you. And it's also something that I'm probably going to post on the Instagram as well. 
And I would love for this to be the beginning of the conversation. I just kind of want to put this out there for this week so that it can be on your mind. How are you actively loving people in a time where like crap is hitting the fan? You know what I mean? Like, of course, we just had it. We're, we're going through this election and it's going positively for some, not positively for others. You know, this, none of this changes the fact that black people are still being murdered on the street by police. None of this changes the fact that racism is rampant. None of this changes the fact that, you know, immigration is disapproved. You know what I mean? Like, there's still so many issues. And, of course, I think that we should find positivity everywhere we can. But I think that the job isn't done for those of you who are thrilled this week and for those of you that are not thrilled this week. It's important to lead with love. And I think it's interesting to see how your perspective can really shift when you start actively loving people and realizing that you, the person that's listening to this, who doesn't know any sort of policies, doesn't know really anything like that, instead choose to, chooses to actively love even in the uncomfortable, choose to, chooses to actually learn even when you don't really care. Because even though you might not care, people's lives are at stake, their experiences are at stake because of what others are doing. And I just think that if you've got that true love for people, then then it's pretty easy to get on board. And I don't think it's ever too late to get on board. Even if like you listen to this episode next week and you're like, okay, now I'm on board. That is perfect timing for you because it's happening. So I just kind of want to close out on something that I wrote where I said, I don't know about your God, but my God leads with, leads with love and affection. My God fought for justice and truth. My God built equality. Our God built equality. I don't know about you, but our God condemns hate and will bring righteousness to those that fight for his children. Our God is not a bystander. Our God is active. And I think literally God every day that he's been active in my life and active in the people that I love to really focus on learning as much as they can, communicating as much as they can, and understanding that they are not a bystander in the scheme of life. You are an active player. You are all literally the main character of your own life and probably of other people's lives too. So really finding ways to make sure that you're bringing other people in and not letting people kind of fade into the darkness or into the blindness that, that some people might try to create and really trying to bring them out of that and encouraging conversations and encouraging learning. And, you know, instead of kind of turning a blind eye or thinking, well, that person is just ignorant. They want to, you know, hide behind Christianity have conversations with them, make them feel comfortable about talking about it. You know what I mean? If you're already on the side of, you know, light and you feel like you see everything, you know, everything, bring people in. Um, because as great as it is to talk with people that think exactly the same way you do and understand everything that you think, it is also really important to get into those nitty gritty conversations with the people that don't. Um, and if it, if it comes out bad, you know, my bad for pushing you to do that. But I, you know, I don't think that it will. And I think that even you'll learn something of maybe a different way to approach people. Or, you know, what are these people really thinking? How can I reach in there and make them feel more comfortable about talking about social issues and, and about what's really going on every day? And maybe not your life, but definitely somebody else's. And so that's all that I have for you all today. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the stories. I know this one is short, but it just was weighing so heavily on my heart. And it's really all I have to say right now. It's just to actively love. And I want to see kind of, you know, how that maybe changes your perspective on your week, changes your perspective, um, you know, in conversations with people. And I would love, love, love to hear more about what you're thinking about this after the fact. So always feel free, like I said, to text me if you got my number, DM me if you don't. 
um, comment, you know, let me know what you're really thinking about this, even if you disagree, because it's helpful to understand. And I think it's going to be a really cool conversation. It's going to continue to take us kind of through this season of the podcast is just to actively love and, and to show that in whatever way you can. Like I said, thanks so much for listening. And I can't wait to be with y'all again.